Hello, hello, welcome back to the Dead Dad Society, welcome along to the Dead Dad Society. If this is your first time here, thank you for coming. If you've been here before, thanks for coming back. Got a great episode for you today. This is the therapy group in the form of a podcast. I am your host, Mitch Garling. I am really excited for this episode today. It is with one of my best friends in the entire world, comedian by the name of Will McKellar. We go very far back. We started out sort of doing comedy around the same time. He was the best man at my wedding, and he is an expectant father. Woo! Where's the... Anyway, it's a, uh, it's a really good episode. I love Will. He's the best. Very funny. It's good to catch up with him, and uh, we talk a little bit about uh, being a dad and what is to come for him. He asked me some questions. We talk about our history. We talk about some good gigs. We talk about some bad gigs. But it's a good one. Also, Will tells us a cracker story about when he was growing up. I don't want to ruin it, but please enjoy. Episode 35? Yeah, episode 35. Dead Dad Society with Will McKellar. I've been painting Warhammer, so I got some paint. I've been painting orcs today. Yeah. I bought some orcs, and I've been trying to figure out what the flesh color I wanted to paint like because you can't just paint it green. You got to no. layer it, and I don't own a palette, so I've just used my hand as a little. You know, so. you know that anything is a palette, right? Yeah. At this point, anything is a palette. Um, I haven't, I haven't had a shower yet. That's why. I just, <laughs> I washed myself. Like, yeah, you're like I was painting orcs on Thursday. Painting <laughs> uh, <laughs> orcs at seven thirty, and it's eight fifteen now. So yeah. that lines up. To see yes. Me. <laughs> you're fine you're fine um okay so that's the level of that's the level of where wilbur keller's at lockdown wise is we're painting orcs yeah and building like miniatures like i built a miniature tank the other day <laughs> and <laughs> how did that go i think it's once like me and danica found out we'll get we're pregnant and then we've decided to have a kid i consciously made the choice that i can just do things that i've put off to try and get her attracted in me. And now I can just unload all the nerdy stuff I do. Because she's yeah. stuck with me now. It's when, yeah, you you get that confirmation. And then literally that night, it's like, by the way, I'm actually going to sit down and watch about eight episodes of Pokemon. Um, yeah. Are you down with that? Not, not from the same season. They're all from different seasons. They're just my favorite ones. Yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mixtape. It's a mixtape of my favorite ones. Um, so obviously, I've I've been there before. I've seen them before. I know what's going I will on. Will be mouthing the words as I watch it. Yes, yeah. it's like watching a Judd Apatow movie with a comedian sitting there going like, "This yeah. bit's funny. This bit's sick," but it's about Pokemon. So I bought I bought some of these as well. So like, I've really. Bro, you are dadding. You are absolutely <laughs> trying to live that dad life. With a, is cool. that a sticker on there too? You got the stickers yeah, on there? Know, I don't know what they're called. They're on the Crocs. Have these like official little Croc. Um, you, oh, oh, oh no, another one. But if any of your <laughs> listeners, if they know what they're called, if they want to send me some because they're like fifteen bucks, and I don't want to. The, the Croc itself was stupidly expensive. So if they could send in, do they send stuff in? Were they? I jumped on this podcast wanting some free stuff. If you've got miniature tanks or Croc stickers 
or Warhammer miniatures, send them to Mitch and he'll send them to me. Yeah, if anybody has any of those very dad items, <laughs> if anyone has a pallet that they could yeah, send us, please, pallet. that would if be you so send good. Send me a pallet, that'd be perfect. That would be dope. Um, yeah, man, I love that. I love that you're embracing the dad. You've got the Crocs. Are you rocking like, are you rocking socks in the Crocs? Like mm. that's that's that, the biggest that's, dad. That's a winter, that's a seasonal thing. If it was summer, probably not, no. but it gets pretty chilly. I also got a pair of Tevas, which are like um, sandals. They're like sandals with a Velcro strap. Um, kind of like slides? Like, or, oh, no, no, no. Like the full on, like Velcro across the ankle, Velcro across the toes. Rubber, Velcro, Velcro. Yeah, it's two straps. They're pretty good. But I got them for Fiji. Because when you walk around Mum's Village, uh, you do <laughs> flip-flops and it's all wet. So it flicks dirt onto your back. Onto your back. Because it's Velcro to your foot, you don't get the flick. And that, and then it just transferred into my normal life. That's the occup the what's the word? That's the occupational hazard you don't hear about. That's like you've been on holidays. It's like yeah, look at my back, man. Look, I've, yeah. I've I've been to a I've been to a village, and a it's warm up lap. It's all up my back. And your studs flick stuff up on your back. <laughs> like that's it. Um, all right. So for people, I mean, people that know me would know our history. Like we sort of came up in comedy together. Oh. Yeah, our history. Remember when we fought? Remember when we had a fight yeah. in the street? Was, was that rap battle? The rap battle. The roast, the roast battle. Ba Man, that's the roast battle. I was talking about that the other day because someone shared it to me. Someone sent it to me and was like, this is the funniest you and Michaela have ever been. And I was like, I asked for this to get taken down about four years ago. <laughs> uh but no apparently it's edge. still up yeah i wasn't uh, always on the edge oh man you it's always it's you, teetering did you win i think so i think I so think you, um did you hit uh, my uh my girlfriend broke up with me the day before yeah that was me pulling up the trophy being like <laughs> i don't know did i what's this <laughs> what's this trophy that i won um no that was right because the thing was is that with our relationship there was things that we said to each other like beforehand that we were like is this cool is this funny yeah. sweet and then if you just watch that video with no context it's like man will is really attacking mitch for being fat and mitch is going kind of racist kind of going into all of will's relationships <laughs> it was good i i thought it was like i talked about it the other day it was pretty therapeutic because it was like we were both just using each other to get the most luck. Like there wasn't anything, like actually there was no weight behind anything. It was all just no. to get the gag out of whatever we said. And so I think we both read, like, read it like that as well. Yeah. I think like yeah. If, if we were like a weaker person, we probably would have taken issue with some of the things. But the main so thing, that's the thing. I was laughing. I was thinking about because of how good our one was, which then showed in comparison because then i did a roast against kyle legacy like two years later and <laughs> legacy legacy just literally tried to shove a chocolate cake in my face and was like he's fat look at him look how fat he is oh but i'd already i'd already taken my jacket off to reveal a shirt that said i'm fat so that he had 
so he had nothing to get it's like you know yeah it literally is it's like when he says like i do live in a trailer park with my mom (laughs) this is me being like i am fat like you can't get me (laughs) but yeah the people the people on this podcast know who carl legacy is um i don't know i don't know if they do (laughs) The world's most uncancelable man. He can't be cancelable. I don't get it. I I don't understand how he hasn't been cancelled. <laughs> he wants he wants the cancel. Like every story or every post is like, I'm gonna teeter on the edge and see if I can get cancelled here. He's just too charming. He's the most charming, charming man I've ever met. He met so he met my me and my girlfriend Danica. He met my girlfriend Danica at a Sydney Kings game. And <laughs> yep. we we got free tickets off someone. We all did. And he came and I was like, yeah, it's like Kyle's going to be there. He's like a friend from comedy. And the first thing he said was like, I, oh, I, I'm so high. We couldn't even find the entrance to this whole place. Yo, we've been walking around for 20 minutes. And I was like, this is my girlfriend, Danica. This is Kyle. Uh, this is her little uh, cousin that we've brought. He's 14. <laughs> Who's just so experienced, so excited for his first Sydney Kings experience? It was, was Lamelo Ball was playing. He was so excited. Oh, that's sick! It's just Kyle there yelling out obscenity because we we're like three rows back, and he was like yelling out. He was like, "It's a basketball game." I was like, "It's an NBL game." It's yeah, it's two yeah. on a Sunday. Let's <laughs> let's let's rein it in a little bit. Um, but yes, so you are. You were like we have a, a history. We fought. We had a roast battle. You were also my best man at my wedding. I was. What we was came that? up during comedy together. What was Andrew Barnett's line about that? Um, best man. I don't even think that guy's human. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I. Good we only, and this is to show you the quality of the people we hired. We only got our video a couple of weeks ago. And it wasn't edited. It was just literally, they just sent us a U, they just sent us a USB with all the footage and we're like, you deal with it. And it's like, motherfucker, like, have you ever watched 24 hours of footage? Like, that's crazy. Do they have have multiple cameras? Yeah, yeah, multiple cameras, (laughs) multiple. And a lot of the stuff is like, you start playing it, right? And then it will just cut to like my dad for like four seconds and then just stop. And then, or it'll be like, it'll cut to like you and me talking at the table and then stop. And it's like- Put the B-roll in there. Yeah. And then look, (laughs) there's no, there's no continuity. There's no character development. I don't know what the fuck's that. I assume people got married. You know what I mean? I don't know. Memento, but the movie Memento, was it layered together like it is? I've got to rebuild. I've got to rebuild my wedding video from tattoos on my back. <laughs> Just being like, where was the wedding again? Just like check my shoulder in the mirror. That's right. I, I reckon what's happened is they've they've had it for so long, and they've finally gone to edit it, and they've just been like, oh, our like trial of Windows Movie Maker has run out, <laughs> and the other guys like, I've got a crazy idea. It just might work. This is nuts. Give them the solid state hard drive. <laughs> they, they won't even notice. They're, it's been four years at this point. Like, <laughs> do you know what is really funny? Um, we were joking about it and we realised that, like, since the wedding, like, my dad's died. Both Lou's grandmas have died. So uh, it was like, 
bro, when we finally put this wedding together, the the video is going to need like an in memoriam of who this we've lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of who we've lost since the wedding. Just be like, here's dad. <laughs> Don't ask them to do it. They'll just send you, you'll get, you put the in memoriam in and they'll just send you back photos that you've already given them. Like, no. Yeah. We like, want it no, in the movie. Could you just edit it in? Like, uh, and it's just like Chadwick Boseman at the end still. It's like, we did lose, he meant a lot. Oh, fuck. I just punched the computer. Um, he meant a lot to the family. <laughs> My screen. It just looked like you broke your chair. <laughs> and the yeah. way you hit ah, oh, fuck, another chair. Damn, ah, just push on. Yeah, well, look, I mean, it happens. As a bigger bloke, you, you never take a risk on a plastic hey, chair. I've broken a chair before. It was already broken. <laughs> Sorry, that, that seemed like it was going into such a big story, being like, brother, I gotcha. I broke a chair one time. Tell me. Chair. And that's the <laughs> The photo of like one plastic chair being like, that was 20, that was 2020, wasn't it? That was after the wedding. Um, that counts. Um, tell me. So I did a podcast the other night with. Laura Hughes. I don't know if you know Laura. Um, she is a um, Aussie comic, but she has been in LA for ages. She was in that Open Slather show, like the sketch show. I don't know if you remember that, but I'm sure I, I probably know if I saw her. You probably, yeah, definitely. Um, we were talking, and we were talking about raw comedy, and she was saying that she couldn't get into the heats for Sydney, and like her and her husband lived in Sydney, so her husband was just like, "Let's go to Byron Bay." And you can just enter the Byron Bay heats and they drove up, did a little holiday or whatever, wins the heat and it gets through to Sydney anyway, right? And I was saying to her, I was saying like, that's a pretty crazy raw story, but my friend Will like literally got just entered, like, cause your mates just entered you, right? And you didn't even know. Yeah, Oliver, my mate Oliver Thorpe entered me. He was like, he, he did it and then told me. And then I was like, fuck, cause like, I didn't really plan to do comedy, but I always liked, like, I'm like you, I just, when I was young, I just soaked up all pop culture and like, I mm. really liked comedy. And then you're there writing and it's not until like you're writing, like these aren't, you're like reading them, like, is that a joke? You just talk like, I think my first set, do you remember your first set? My first set was like about like um, shit in my pants and like <laughs> having a boner and like, it was just really gross, like stuff. I, went yeah. Well. I went to the next heat, but I mean, I look, I've always tried to find, I think in my style, I think I just wrote it on my hand, so it just washed off, but I've always wanted to try and get my hands on that first set list just to see how crappy I really was. Yeah, see, I, I look back at stuff in terms of like premises that I wrote when I was first starting out, and I was like, man, I could do so much more with that now, like now that I know how things work. I'm like, I could sit down and write this out properly. But it's like, back then it was like, oh, I'm going to fuck them. <laughs> like, you, like, that's it's like not the joke. Every but joke. That was the punchline joke. <laughs> Irrespective of setup. It's like, man, that was a, that was a pretty long story about your mum and dad to end on. Yeah, and then I fucked them. Um, but, but I think, you know, it happens. I got real lucky with my raw heat because I got like wild carded or whatever. And then I went to mm. the next one. And then that's where I met Andrew Wolf. And oh, he just like he was on a tear, and he just like, and I remember just being like, it was sort of good and bad because I did the Sydney heats, and I had like three heats in Sydney or whatever. 
at the store. And then after that is when I did like my first open mics and stuff. And you're going from like the store, which is like the venue, like the venue in Sydney to like, yeah. like what was that one that used to be at Glebe? Mug uh, and Kettle? No, nah, no, sorry, not Glebe. Um, the one at Glebe, the one near the Greyhound track or whatever. Oh, Harold Park. Harold Park. You go to yeah. Harold Park and there's like 12 people who look like they've been like tricked into <laughs> yeah. like being there and like no one and it's it was cool because I I got to do really good venues and then do really shit venues and it was like oh no but you're trying to work your way back to that like it does it's good there's a good area yeah you've already had the you've already had the light at the end of the tunnel hmm. and now you're back in the tunnel being like fuck I'll get yeah. back there at some point doing like the remember the ori the oriental in newcastle i was talking to someone i was talking to someone about the ori the other day the ori is the only place where the room runner would yell at you for doing under time yeah like, <laughs> do you know, like you you know we all we all run the light like everyone's like oh there's yeah. the light fuck i better get off i'll just finish this joke you know you do a minute more or 30 seconds more or whatever but i remember getting booked at the ori for a 10 minute spot and then getting off and the room runner guy being like, yeah, so that was nine minutes. And I was like, yep. And he's like, I booked you for 10. And I was like, okay. And he's like, do your full set next time, all right? And I was like, okay. Like thinking he's joking. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, I ended on a real big, like, I ended on a big laugh, like, which was, you know, you've got to be thankful to get that at the Ori. Yeah. Ended on a big laugh and was like, all right, that was it. But nah, come off. And he's like, it's almost like, give me one of those drink vouchers back. You didn't <laughs> do enough time. <laughs> Were you there? Probably because you used to gig together. That was sort of the deal. They booked you and they <laughs> also just got me as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but were you there that time? I'm not going to name any names, but there was, because uh, there's no green room. It's just a stage in the main pub area. So there's no backstage. And one of the comics from Newcastle, like as a joke, she was like, oh, and I don't know why, because it was like a joke only for the comics. Like, yeah. Oh, I love this venue because it's got such a big backstage area. And then someone yelled out, you've got a big backstage area. And then like <laughs> the crowd, like applause. And I was like, oh my God. This is the we level of what... <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I don't even have... I don't even have a big backstage area to get up there and keep this, to keep this joke going. Yeah, no. And it was like, it was such a, it was such a joke for the sake of like some comics maybe being like, <laughs> yeah, there's no backstage. <laughs> also, That's, most gigs don't have a backstage. No. Nah. In Newcastle, especially, were you, no, it was me and um, Chris Keery, where they just, um, got a bed sheet out, just put it up in the t- it was like eight o'clock on a Friday, and they just put a bed sheet, turned all the TVs off in the TAB, put a bed sheet up, and they're like, Comedy's starting. And there's like 10 guys there who had no idea comedy was starting, and they're like, Oh, we hate you. It's like, yeah, I don't yeah. know why they make it. No one wants to do this at all. <laughs> Everyone's not on board with this. That's a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of weeks, yeah, a couple of weeks before the lockdown, I did a gig in Maitland, and it was like, all right, there's no stage. Here's the, you know, you're the host. Here's the mic. Here's the speaker. We're going to do it in the main bar tonight. Um, and the footy's staying on. And I was like, yeah, cool. And then I'm talking and then there's people just being like, can you shut up? Fuck with. <laughs> you're like, 
okay, so sorry. And then I was like doing jokes about boost juice. And then some guy's like, don't do your bloody juice jokes here, mate, your bloody city jokes. And I was like, okay, is that, that's what is city jokes, is it? Doing jokes about juice. I hate a franchise. They hate a franchise. They hate a franchise. Bandanas and teenagers in bandanas. So much so. What do you reckon is your, off the top of your head, what do you reckon is your worst gig? Like if you're like gun to your head, like the one that sticks for you the most. Oh, I know. I got it. I know what it is because I got it on, I've never watched it, but I've got a recording of it for some reason. <laughs> mum, I was like two months in and mum asked me to do stand up. Uh, she said it was a fundraiser for uh, African refugees. It wasn't. It was a fundraiser and the audience was 20 African refugees who didn't speak English and because I've bombed before and bombing's bad, but even worse is like a room of 20 of the nicest people like just <laughs> smiling at you, confused as to what's happening. They want to be supportive. Yeah, but they don't know like, they literally, I think they came from, um, I think it was Sudan is where they came from. And they were just so nice and really wanted to enjoy what I was doing. But I'm like telling a joke about like the RTA and I'm just like, Oh fuck! This seems so pet. Like, what? Who? Why would you give a fuck? Yeah, they called my name out wrong at the RTA. You're literally in another country because war. I'm so sorry to have. To. And then afterwards, they met me and it was nice. But I know that gig would have been the worst. That would have been the worst gig I've ever done. You're also at that point. You've got to be like, you know, this is me being stereotypical, but like they don't even know what the RTA is. They yeah, yeah. they don't have a Maybe they might have a passport. Like if they're refugees, they might have a passport, but they probably don't have a, uh, so a, a driver's was, license. The worst part was they only, if I would have liked it better if they started booing me, because then it could be like, oh, okay, cool. They don't like me. But it was more the confused, like. Hmm. It's the, it's like, do you remember the orange, the gig in orange that we did when we yep. did that fundraiser? And that's, then. That's in, <laughs> so that, that I'm like literally in the middle of a joke and I pause I pause for like comedic effect to let it sort of sit for a second and then I just hear a lady in the front row go keep going darling you're doing a good job like, yep <laughs> okay than any heckle you could ever yeah you can't be the asshole there you can't be like What'd you say? Were you being real nice to me? Because <laughs> that's a fuck you, but it's a fuck you that's a compliment. So she's pretty much said, you suck. <laughs> you probably should stop. But she said it in a way that's like, it's the opposite. You know what I yeah. mean? That you yeah. can't go at her. That was a weird one. I, that was probably, yeah, number. that's probably just a strange gig. Yeah, being being paid to come from Sydney to Orange for a fundraiser for a guy who has literally like maybe a month left um, with his family nice. in the room and they got you, me, uh, Matty B, I think. Like just, you know. Matty B could... crushed, I remember. Yeah. I, Birds was also there. Uh, he was too, yeah. <laughs> if if um, memory serves, it was Birds than me. And then we, after that, we just thought the tail enders were just going to bring it home. It was a real, 
we got out for like a duck and a three and we we're like yeah we need someone to steady the ship you guys are the night watchmen just being like just get us through until the boys like, can come in i was waiting for the light <laughs> um yeah that was that was pretty hectic like that was i don't know the idea of that poor dude like his big fundraiser his big farewell and then we rock up it's like sorry did you also, did you want dave hughes my apologies that's the thing it was the last i assumedly the last live comedy he ever saw and it was like five dudes from the central coast who really didn't understand the gravity of the situation until we entered the building yeah until like the movie gravity which is weird because that was my favorite um, joke of Birds's about gravity and the petrol. Oh, light. yeah. That was... <laughs> it's a joke I think about all the time. I'm like, what a good joke. What a good joke. Um, <laughs> so, expected father, Will McKellar. Um, I, yeah. I, got you, I got you to, congratulations, by the way. Very cool. Very cool. I uh, How... didn't really do much, but <laughs> that's the. As you know, that's... once it's. Once you get pregnant, it's just pretty like it's and, and deservedly so. It's all very much female focused. Absolutely, cool. absolutely. You at no point is there any kind of uh, oh, I'm tired or I've got a sore back or I've had a big day. It's like have you really? You just got to be on. You just got to bring in the happiness and the. As I'll tell you what, working on job sites as a tradie that prepares you. I'm prepared. <laughs> for good hard work well just i don't know every tradie i think they just didn't understand that like being a dad is like a thing it's like an active thing like babies mm. don't just take care of themselves and they just grow up and they're just like oh you know you're gonna be up at like two in the morning like, yeah i expect that yeah i've had younger brother who was 12 years younger than me and i've got like my sisters with their kids like i've seen these are clearly just men who've never been in involved in any part of like housework or that side, yeah. like family side. And they're just like, why does this thing get, it just won't shut up. It's like it's literally <laughs> the only thing you can do. Yeah. Self, eat and cry. And they're usually- And it's, it's and looking to you. It's looking to you for yeah. guidance. And you're like, it's bloody looking at me. Like what's its deal? The tools in four hours. And this fucking thing. <laughs> this fucking guy. That's funny. Like Lou, Lou used to send me, um, uh, like screenshots from her like mother's group of like people complaining yeah. being like my husband you know my husband comes home from work won't touch like won't do anything with the kids comes in he says oh, i've been out all day and it's like oh you're gonna be such a fun dad like <laughs> what a cool guy you're gonna be it's gonna be so good like my dad growing up was like he worked he still does he works like six till five every day and he comes home and he'll probably go tinker around in the shed. But then he'd come and talk to you and stuff. And it's yeah. like, clearly, he's slogged himself out. But most of the guys I talk to, it's just like, I think they work overtime just to not, like, I don't know, every tradesperson seems to, it's like they treat their relationship like a timeshare. Like they got tricked in and then they just like got it. Stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's the way I just, it's like a, a mobile phone plan where like, it's more hassle to get a new phone plan. So they're like, I'm going to stay with this one for the rest yeah. of my life until I die. That's it. The reception, <laughs> excellent. reception is no good. 
but I'm going to stay. I'm going to stick around. I don't know where the money's going. It gets more expensive every month. And yeah. it's an absolute black hole here. Uh, <laughs> it's no good. No, nah, dude, honestly, like, I feel like there's a few, there's a few people that I work with as well, where it's like, um, you know, they don't live, they don't live close to work and they get opportunities. They get opportunities to get jobs closer to home. And they're like, no, I'll keep driving to work because that's my, pardon me. They're like, no, I'll keep driving to work. That's my alone time. Like that's their time. They get that's their, you know, chuck a podcast on and zone out or whatever. That's their before they go back home. Um, which I find funny. I find funny, but but that's like the thing the thing about especially at the job sites, is you're constantly surrounded by it. Like there's always at least one other person. So you're always just talking to something. There's always so when I get home, I do actually genuinely just like not talking to anyone. Yeah. Like I just yeah. like being with no one. Well, it's it's the same as like when I have my lunch break at work. It's like I'm I'm gonna go sit anywhere that I can that I know no one's gonna to talk to me for half an hour. And people are like, oh, that's antisocial. And it's like, no, I've been social all day. I just want half an hour where I can sit by myself and be like, ah, I'm fine. So when you when you're guys like us and you just boom, bang, 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 rocket, rocket, <sighs> rocket. You need to refuel the rocket. Yeah. And Do me, you- that's watching YouTube videos of an Indian guy making a pool in the bush on my phone. <laughs> How good was it though? That was pretty good. Someone he made a bloody good pull. <laughs> the one where he, the, he did yeah. the, he made like the jacuzzi, the jacuzzi in the wall, and it was like, bro, yeah. like, what? We've both, we both. I'm pretty sure our YouTube algorithm is probably, except for, it's probably pretty similar, except that mine's a lot more like how to like change a diaper, how to paint a World War Two tank realistically, <laughs> but. Outside of that, it's probably like um, Premier League highlights, comedy, probably like Tom Segura comedy at the moment. Yep, yep. And then it's just show me an Indian dude doing something. Yeah, I just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Start that in the YouTube. Let's just start that in the the Google. Hello. (laughs) Too broad. Way too broad. Yeah, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. Tell me about, so you did say like trying to find like things being like, how do I change a diaper? We can get into that. But yeah. tell me about how you found out that you guys were pregnant. Um, me, I got a text message that said shit at 2.30 on a Thursday, I believe. And <laughs> yep. Because what, what had happened like a week earlier, I'd um, left the, the, the screen door open and a bush turkey got in and was eating food out of our bin so i thought that had happened again so okay sorry you meant <laughs> you meant an actual bush turkey because that sounded like the biggest i had unprotected sex euphemism no, ever. No, I, it was like oh mate the other week i left the screen door open bush turkey straight in straight in there rummaging through the garbage no, it's a, we live next to the bush and I'm, I leave at like 6.30 for work and I'm notorious at leaving the door slow. And then a bush turkey got in once. And so that's what I thought the text was about. And it wasn't, it was, it was a little dude on the way. Yeah. Well, I do that. We're not funny at the gender. It's one of those, the two genders I subscribe to. Like subscribe to. Dead, apparently. 
with um so in terms of like okay so it's a message that's like shit and then are you like so sorry about the bush turkey or are you like i I can't remember what i exactly wrote but it was i think the word bush turkey was in my reply message (laughs) and you got like a message that was like a little bit more serious than the bush turkey i think that was exactly it yeah or something like yeah He's actually, the bush turkey's actually here right now consoling me. <laughs> <laughs> the bush turkey went through our bin and found the test. So now he's up. <laughs> yeah, I tried to hide it from him. He was going through, he was rubbaging, he was furious. Um, <laughs> That's a bush turkey noise. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so when, see, when, when I, uh, so I got a message, like I used to do a bit about this in a show where I said that, I got a message from Lou that was like, hey, do you want to have lunch today? Like when I was at work. And I was like, sure. And then we went, she's like, oh, meet me in the food court. And I was like, food court? Like, that's weird. She doesn't normally like me getting food court food. And then, so we went to the food court and then she's like, oh, what are you going to get for lunch? Do you want to get some like satay chicken or something? And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like she doesn't normally want me having satay chicken for MSG. And I was like, something's off here, but... I am about to have a satay chicken. So it's like, weigh it up. I'm fine. And she's like, oh, get a, get a Pepsi Max. And I'm like, oh, nah, this is real weird. Food court, food court Pepsi Max prices. She's not a fan. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm sitting there. I've got, you know, satay chicken and Pepsi Max. And she's like, okay, so I'm pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, just eating this satay chicken, Pepsi Max. I'm like, oh, it all, it's all very clear now. <laughs> You've tricked me. You're like, he can't be upset if he's got a Pepsi Max and a satay. Were you guys trying though? No, no, Neither it was. Um, we're definitely doing the act associated with. Like, yeah. It's like when I play AFL, I'm not trying to kick goal, but I'm on the field. <laughs> I might. There's a I'll, slim chance, but I could. I'll kick a goal if the screen door's open. I'll kick a goal if you. Straight, straight in. Door. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, we're not like day by day being like, oh, we didn't do it. Like we didn't have one. But then it was like, oh, if we do, we do. And then here we are with a, a tiny little angel that yells at me yeah. a lot. Because we we got caught off guard. But then, like as I explained to people, the more we talked about it, the more we realised it was always the plan. Just sort of brought the plan forward a couple of years. It was always yeah. that was always the plan. And I got well, at the moment I couldn't be happier. I'm over the moon. That's so good. I tell, I don't know why tell your face. <laughs> yeah. It's uh that's that was uh that was Johnny Depp and Amber Heard being told to apologize, being like the out of the frame. Yeah. <laughs> to go there with a like a knife, being like <laughs> I said it, I said it, I said it. <laughs> um no, but I actually I didn't realize, I don't know if you had the same thing, but I didn't realize how happy I would become in finding out that I was going to be. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, um, it's a very, I don't know, for something so simple, like you said, that everything is about the lady or the whatever in the pregnancy, there is like a weird, I don't know, especially between guys, is that it's like when you told me that like Danny was pregnant, it was like, I was like, yes, like guy to guy. I was like, yes, for Will, that's so good. Like, 
And I feel like guys do that. Like that. Yeah. I think it's because, especially guys that have had kids, that I've told. I'm like, I think because they're like, yeah. Yeah. Because they know it's, I think they know how rewarding it can be and how fun it is. And essentially, like I was saying this to Lou the other day, it was like, man, we, we literally just had sex, like, which was a pretty fun activity. And then we just made this like little version, made this little version of ourselves that's just like a best friend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, is it because I, I said that. is it because I said fun activity? Yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> but that yeah, was, it's like yeah, that was pretty dope of us, wasn't it? Yeah. I did a big, I did a big finish, and now we have a little baby. Um so is there is there anything like you said with the diaper you're looking up how to change diapers is there anything oh. that you want that you want to ask me dad to dad you know um like we we do we have always come as a bit of a package in terms of comedy um so i feel like yeah, do you need to know anything from me uh no because like i've had like my little brother was like 12 years younger than me so i was 12 when he was born so i've always sort of been able to like i've been able to do actually i know to actually take care of a kid yeah, more so, yeah i've never this is the first child i've ever had so like one thing i don't know if you had this fear like i can deal with if my kid gets bullied because i've been bullied and i don't know how to like mm-hmm. i can't i don't know what to do if my kid is the bully like if my kid's shit, shit yeah person. yeah that is literally it's weird you say that i was thinking about that today uh, because I saw two different sides of my daughter within a couple of minutes of each other is like one minute she's like mucking around with me and like hitting me and stuff. And I was like, don't do that. And then she like hit me and was like, ha, 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 ha. and I was like, uh, okay, you're the bully. All right. <laughs> uh, but then later she said, um, she came over to me and she was like, uh, something like, oh, I'm sad. And I was like, why? And then she just like told me this little story about, someone from daycare doing something and i was like what like what are they? she's like yeah they pushed they didn't even push her they pushed someone else she was like yeah that makes me sad and i was like okay and then i just started having this crisis of like is she like what if she gets bullied if, but then also what if she's the bully that's the uh, yeah i can't what deal if with she it she was just telling a story that she'd done to someone and just gauging <laughs> she's like that was someone that is that bad that was pretty bad right Someone like what are you the big thing of dog shit in someone's face is that bad <laughs> yeah that's bad, that's like, bad right? is that like is that like like thumbs up thumbs down <laughs> what do you where do you gauge the throwing someone's hat in the river is that is that okay what do you think when you, when you said you saw two sides of your daughter i thought you were gonna say and then she, like, she threw my backpack on the goddamn roof of the library I've yeah. been all day with a ladder and a stick trying to get it down. Yeah, and then she was like, "Oh, you're a fucking virgin," and then she ran away. I was like, "No, I'm not. That's why you're here." Cigarette out and skated off. Yeah, yeah, it's a fad, like one of those lolly fad oh, yeah. things. Um, <laughs> yeah, her smoking's a fad word. I was like, "Oh, okay." Her, she she's already stopped that. Okay. Um, I don't think she's going to keep going. I'm not sure. It was one time and it was for a Instagram video. <laughs> yeah. And it was because, of, yeah, I caught her smoking. So I made her smoke the whole packet. Okay. That's, that's how it works. So yeah, you've always had, like, you've always had kids around though. Like with your little brother, yeah. you said, and then with, um, 
like uh, your like Yana's Yana's little boy as well, right? Yeah. So I got like my nephew Ken and my niece Lai. So like yeah. I always had I wear pretty close family, so it's all in there. Together. Yeah. So, so there's yeah. nothing to uh, nothing to worry about there. Nah, and we're like so I'm half Fijian and Danik is quarter time. So we're just two islanders. So the thing about islander families is they love a baby. Like yeah. babies are like gold. So like I I'd said to Danik that I don't think we're gonna see our kid like two months. It's someone's gonna pick it up and then it's just gonna get raised by seven other people and come back as a fully fledged man. Well, that's what I want to. That's what I want to talk to you about. Is because that is that runs in your family, right? <laughs> the whole let's oh. leave, let's leave a kid somewhere, and then they'll come back as, as a grown adult. Yeah, that you're talking about the yeah you're talking about the village being left in Fiji. <laughs> okay, I don't know why in Mum's village, which we go to like usually once a year, but obviously now with COVID, can't. But when I was five, my whole family, we all went over and then they all returned and I stayed there for eight months and then just lived in the village and then came back. And I always asked why. And mum said it happened to everyone, which it didn't because I was the only, we've only got stories about me coming back, only speaking Fiji and, and disliking my sisters. So I don't know what that's based on because it was only me. I don't understand. I'm so confused as to why. Okay. Were you a trouble? Were you troublemaker kid? Like, did they think it was like get him on the straight and narrow? Nah, because it's like so in Mum's village, like culture, the firstborn son is like the the, the like the best, the favorite. Yeah. So I yep. think it was like that whole thing. But it's also like one of my earliest memories is me at the front of Mum's village. And my whole family's getting into a taxi and I'm waving and then they just drive away. And then I'm just there. It's like, are they, um, like, where are they, where are they off to? Are they, will they be back soon? They're probably going to buy them some presents. They need all of them to pay all the presents. (laughs) They've taken all the, they've taken all the luggage as well. They're probably (laughs) to fill up the suitcases with all the presents for me um yeah right so it's it's like it's not it's not like a home alone um no. everyone just everyone just leaves and then on the flight they're like well like yeah. no they're probably on the flight home and looked at each other an hour and a half mark and like <laughs> will <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot because <laughs> like, i came back i came back i took i did half a year or oh, three quarters of a year of school there i pretty much i came back I only spoke Fijian. I didn't look my parents in the eye because that's rude in my mum's culture. And I disliked my sisters because I thought they were very uh, rude to my parents. Okay. I would, I would encourage my mum to hit them to make them better behave. <laughs> to make them pay. Make them pay for yes. the way they're being. Oh, no, behave so. Behave, not pay. <laughs> not to make them pay. <laughs> What? Vengeance. Uh, we went and saw the Mask of Zorro. My parents got shot in an alleyway. Haven't I told you the story? <sighs> yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff in your childhood we glossed over there. <laughs> and it turns out it was Walking Phoenix or whatever that movie alluded to. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. Didn't see it. <laughs> it didn't make a lot of sense. Um, the, Fijian, the Fijian version is much more straightforward. 
it's just yeah. you being you being left there waving and then you have a while to figure out your plan and then you come back and just hate women apparently yeah hate women but it was all in my head it was all it was all <laughs> in, is that the movie i don't know we're talking about the joker right we yeah we are yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> um is that, is that the same universe as the hangover or is that we don't know i think there's something because it's directed by the same dude right like yeah. that's the the joke all directors universes are kind of they're all connected yeah. yeah that's yeah pretty much man i think so it's just like it'll be the joke will do something bad and then 15 minutes later the cops will rock up to arrest him and it'll be like starsky and hutch like ben stiller and owen wilson you do that as well yeah 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 ah. yeah yeah so yeah, good reference good right <laughs> um so how in terms of coming back you do half or you do three quarters of a year of school in Fiji, come back to Australia. You've got all these different customs. What's the, I don't know, what's the major thing? Uh, granted, you're five or six, so you might not even remember, but what are the major things that you remember in terms of going back to like an Australian school? People don't like each other over here. Like over, like, like in terms, like, I don't know, it's just weird. There's this whole thing about like mateship and stuff but everyone's backyard has like a fence. So you don't have to see your neighbor. Yeah. Whereas like mom's village, you just walk through like houses are just places that you sleep in. They're not, this is my house and I own this house and it's bigger than your house. And you're not coming into my, my house because I hate my neighbors. Yeah. Like, it's, yep. I don't know. That was the big thing. I, we don't really like each other, which is cool. I don't like people anymore, but like, it's just, <laughs> Like they, the, there's that old like it takes a village to raise a kid or whatever. And yeah, like, islander people take that very literally. And hmm. Over here, like when it's weird because when you have a baby over here, it's like this is my ba-, and no one's touching. Only I will raise the baby. It's like, oh, what if your opinion's shit? And then <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, they can choose which one's good. But yeah, what if you're the worst person to be raising this kid? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, it's like when people, this is another thing. It's like when people say like, oh, it's me and my girlfriend against the world. It's, it's like, man, if it's 7 billion people against it, you're probably really bad. You're probably yeah. not a good relationship. And like the last guy that took on the world, Hitler, didn't go well. Yeah, so, not, not great. And like I'll, he... I'll take on the ATO with my girlfriend. That's the, I'll, I'll, I'll take the ATO on. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. Yeah, I mean, Hitler did have a girlfriend and they literally took on the world and I don't think it ended very well. Yeah, so just, I don't know. That was a bit of a tangent. But your question was... <laughs> <laughs> was really the tangent was, yeah, <laughs> the culture was somehow on to like, and I refuse to fight <laughs> against Poland uh, with my girlfriend. I'll fight the ATO and that's it. That would be my, my difference is people... But it's not just like oh, like there's other cultures where it's very much community based and like it just seems like everyone over here as a, like unless you're in like a certain group like the same footy club or the same this the same that yeah. you don't really hang out with other people. It's a bit of a me myself and I vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So. Which is bad. I mean, it's like, which is fine. It's fine. Well, yeah. Yeah. Did. So further question, you're saying that they say, oh, everyone does it. Everyone gets left behind. Yeah. 
Well, did your brother did your brother get left behind no, when he was no, that I mean, age? I was the only one. Like we all went over and came back as a, like we all went over and came back. I'm the only one that went over and then that I don't know. I don't understand. It was apparently it was for my benefit, but also I don't know the legality of just leaving a kid. Yeah, I don't country. I'm not quite sure what the what the deal is. You have to be like, we've we've left him here. Like that's that's all good. We'll yeah. sign the form. Um like a working visa or I don't know. I don't know, especially with yeah, like the idea of you going to another country with your parents, or the idea of any kid going to another country with their parents and then their parents leaving, it's like, is that kid an illegal alien now? Like, is that? Yeah. We've smuggled you into a far worse socioeconomic country. Yeah. It's weird to go back. It's weird to go backwards. <laughs> um, and then on the other end of that, do your mum and dad come and get you? Or do they, do you just get put on a flight back to Australia? I believe mum came over. Because mum goes, like, when the borders are open, mum goes to Fiji like two or three times a year. Yeah. Because at the right times, you can get a cheap flight and you're not paying anything for accommodation. So, may as well. You can do it as much as possible. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. See, that's, <laughs> that's good. just literally left to your own devices in, in Fiji. Have a new family. There you go. And that really helped because my sisters, they, I have two other sisters and they used to bully me all the time. And that really lended credit to their, you're adopted uh, line. Because you know, everyone's brothers and sisters tell them they're adopted. Yep. They literally like had photos of me getting off plane with mum, like with my super. And it's like, <laughs> you can't defend that. <laughs> I used to say, I can't be adopted because I look exactly like you guys. And then they'd say, mum went around the world to find a kid that looked exactly like us. Now, my sister were asshole. <clears throat> no offense, Yana Halil, but you are two dicks. It really didn't help that they had the, the evidence either. Just whipping, it, whipping out a Polaroid of you hopping off like an ANSET, <laughs> an ANSET plane. And they're like, well, what's this then? It's, it's just, uh, yeah. It was cool. Like, I definitely wouldn't change it. But um, I probably would. I probably would have changed it in that I would have explained to me what was happening. That's how I would have changed it. In the terms of like, in terms of like, your, you would have got your parents to explain it better, or like now uh, you would have travelled back in time and been like, "Hey, little brother, don't stress. You're all good." Like, uh, uh, what's that say? Like from Batman v Superman, where the Flash has ran so fast he's gone back in time. <laughs> He's talking to Bruce Wayne. He's like, got a very limited amount of time. He's like, you gotta, they love you. They're coming back. It's just, I don't know why they're doing this. I'm 28. I still don't know. <laughs> but I can assure you, you will be getting picked up. Just enjoy island life while you can. Which is good. I like island life. I could, and so good, like my girlfriend, Darker. We could definitely see living there. I don't know now that we got a kid. Yeah, we well, at least. At least taking your kid there for seven months, right? Just drop off and come yeah. back, come back later. I just feel if you tried it these days, I feel like you'd be getting on the plane and they'd be like, mm, "There was, you, hmm. there was three of you when you came <laughs> over." <laughs> I remember you guys, uh, 
with a smaller shitter version of you guys walking around? <laughs> is he? Is he still here? Um, <laughs> what I like to do, I will, uh, it's, it's getting late, so I don't want to take too much of your time. I've already taken a, bu- a bunch of it. I just rubbed my eye and now I think I have an illness. Anyway. Um, Real red. Yeah, I know. I just kind of, I really went for it while you were telling a story. Um, with, with what I like to do with the podcast is, um, at the end, is I like to ask people a couple of questions. Um, now, people that I've had on the podcast so far, uh, you know, there's been people that I've been very friendly with. There's people that I don't really know too much. And there's been people that are like social media friends that I want to get to know kind of thing. And so what I like to do is get a bit of a different answer from everyone every time. Um, the first question is, if you, Will McKellar, had to replace my dad, like if you had to get me a replacement dad from a movie or a TV show, which dad would you pick for me? Okay, I chose this. This is, I chose, um, I don't even know if he's a dad. Uh, Magnum PI. Is that Burt Reynolds? <laughs> yeah. Tom Selleck. Like, has nothing. Tom Selleck. It's just, the, does he have a big moustache? Yeah. You've all, you're the second person that said it too. <laughs> 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 that was it. That's it. I love you, Dad. He's probably one of like he's, he was one of the driest, funniest people I've ever met. But it's just it's moustache. <laughs> it's he was just like he's the the moustache. I don't know why it's specifically the moustache from the Pringles can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On on a torso, just <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. It was. Uh, yeah, very. Um, Hit me with uh, like, I'm not hey, sure. Do you like me? I don't know. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. I want to impress you. The thing was, is he always had. Um, he would always so he had a big thing for you and a big thing for uh, Alex, like Jay. Ah, he yeah. always always liked you guys a lot, and it would be like. How's how's McKellar doing? Or how's he used to call Alex Red? He'd be like, "How's Red go? How's Red going?" Because she had red hair for she like had <laughs> she had red hair for like a month, and he was like, "Oh, I've seen that," um, and just ran with it. But yeah, he always had a he always had a thing. No, that's fair. Magnum PI, I'll take that. I'll take that. But I feel bad. I feel bad. I was in the same thing because she's done very well with comedy and is very successful in her creative endeavors. And I'm a trade. I Gave up. I'm yeah, but a trade person now. You've got different. You've got different. Uh, you've got different goals, and I feel like oh, I, my my dad so, would respect that. I just, I, like I like doing comedy as a hobby, but Alex definitely has the ability and the skill to turn it into yeah. a career. Yeah, I she's. Know, I mean, I know. I know for a fact I don't possess that. She has like the talent, the skill, the patience to do it as well, which I don't. Yeah, she's uh, kicking goals. Definitely, she's definitely beaten us. What do you What do you mean? The person that is, the person that's on a very successful. (laughs) I'm parking cars in my house. You're doing bloody doing whatever. Um, I'm just like, what did you do today, Mitch? It's like I just went down the river and threw rocks in the creek with my daughter. Um, Yeah, as opposed to the person that's killing it in comedy is you know best friends with just about everyone i know writing and credits famous. credits meanwhile i'm painting a goddamn tiger tank and you're <laughs> throwing rocks or some shit and i would love 
at this point, painting a tiger tank is an, is an improvement of what I've been doing. Um, well, I'm going to get it all done before the baby. I'm going to do all my miniature stuff because once it's here, that's just choking. It's all choking hazards. Yeah, you can't leave that around. You can't leave that around. The baby will suck that paint down. Um, second question. If you, if you, Will McKellar, were my father, what advice would you give me to lead a happy and full life? Stay away from Will McKellar. Is this another, is this going back in time? It's a, yeah, it's a trick. It's a trick. Uh, I've got you. Uh, probably for you, I'd say the biggest advice I can give you is just stop. You care way too much about what other people think. You oh, be perfectly honest. Oh, let's get deep on that, please. No, just, you, like you do, you sort of, you care too much if people think you're, like, you're funny or like, like you and stuff. It's just like, who cares? Like, if they don't like it, fuck them. That's what yeah. I've been operating off. <laughs> I've alienated myself. And I've, I've painted dioramas now. So it's going pretty well. Yeah. Says the guy that is like, in terms of, in terms of like cult comedians that people like, everyone's like, McKellar, McKellar, where is he? Where's McKellar? Why is he not doing I mean, stuff? Like, I think people just think I'm like you and like Kyle Legacy's friend at this point. I don't even think people know that I've done comedy. <laughs> I think at this point, like, man, that Will guy really likes open mic comedy because he's everywhere. He's always just hanging out. Um, but- yeah, fuck. Now, I, I think it's a good, uh, I think that's a good one. I do, especially since having a kid, I've definitely been a lot less like worried about smaller stuff in terms of like being in clicks with groups in comedy and yeah. being friendly with that. But still, and you'll know this about me as well is like, I can say a word wrong in a joke and then think about it for a week. Like that's the car ride that we have to sit in from the way back from the gig. <laughs> I said abscess instead of abscess. What do you do? I'm like, man, I don't know. I can't talk about this any longer uh you are the worst <laughs> I, I used your drink tickets and my drink tickets i'm so i really would just like to sleep right now but i can't because i feel that's rude yeah you keep being like do you think this would have worked better and it's like just fuck i'm gonna have a nap wake me up at the exit and i'll talk to you for the last five minutes so that it's just like you'd be like what would it be, would it be funny if i changed the kfc to a porto I'm sitting there going, I don't even know what's funny anymore. Is that fun? Like, was it even a funny joke to begin? What is humor? Why are we going to Maitland? Why are we driving back from Maitland? Mind you, I used to say fuck Optus at the end of a joke. And then one time I said, I'm going to say fuck Telstra instead. And it's been killing as opposed to fuck Optus. So maybe it is good to think about those things. Yeah. Yeah. I know I said that right just then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man i gotta go man i can't do this anymore um <laughs> no nah, man um yeah thank you thank you man i'm gonna take that on board don't care so much that's the advice i appreciate yeah. that i don't know if it's good advice but it's advice Just and i'll take it find yourself a little bit freer and a little bit less constricted i don't know I really for someone for that. someone for someone that has a for someone that has a persona of um, a larrikin and this sort of um, 
not I don't know if anything like just kind of a Whoa, bit you started with an N. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know where you were going. <laughs> I was like this is hectic i can't believe that was so close (laughs) to the end of the world (sighs) i was gonna say the larrikin's dead the great lz larrikin's dead i know ask um ostentatious that's what they always say but real one (laughs) i was gonna say you have this like larrikin don't care too much thing um, but then seem to be able to provide these pieces of wisdom or something that is beyond that character. So I... Well, thank you for that. <laughs> so I remember this one time, I remember this one time when I ran into you uh, and I was with, I was having, I was having dinner with a girlfriend and I ran into you and you were having dinner with your sister. And when we ran into you, uh, we all sat down together and at one point you put your phone on the table and your sister was like, get like, get that off the table. And then you were like, oh, so sorry. And you put your phone away. And then my girlfriend commented being like, did you see that? And I was like, yeah, I did. She's like, wow, he must really respect his sisters like to, to do that. But I was like, yeah. part of me's like, he doesn't even know that he's done it, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> he's just he doesn't want to get in trouble it's a learned behavior yeah (laughs) yes oh sorry so so sorry um (laughs) fuck this uh my my audio keeps glitching out is your audio glitching out a little bit but i think it's good now sweet um well we're gonna wrap up anyway so that's fine that's what i mean it's like that's like a learned bet i i don't think i i don't think i choose what i'm gonna do in my day i think i'm just a bunch of stimuli hits me and then I just sort of okay, good what I've like an amoeba or something like it like I just sort of <laughs> pull along. what's an amoeba isn't that the shoe you just bought uh yeah Nike amoebas <laughs> yeah yeah um man thanks for uh thanks for coming and having a chat with me uh getting a, a little bit deep thanks for chatting about the pregnancy stuff um if you do have any expectant father questions down the track, please let me know. But uh, it was good to it was good to catch up with you. And good to catch up. Can I do this? Am I to... Oh. Did you get the applause? I heard the applause. It was it was yes. beautiful. It it did actually <laughs> it, it was very good. It was a good end. Thank you. But thanks, Amy. And then I'll probably be back soon. Yeah, let's let's do let's do more. Let's the more the more expectant father things you think of or just anything like that, hit me up and we can do we can do some more. How about I got a book in my phone. Every time I have a thought, I'll write it down and then check back in like a month and I'm sure I'll have a list. Some stuff. I love it. I love it. Best of luck with it, man. I am very excited for you. I think it's great. And uh thanks for catching up and I will talk to you soon. Peace.